Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Morning to you, hawkfanatic.com. Brought to you by Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Players Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Iowa City. The Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas serving breakfast on the weekends. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hertin and Stocker Jewelers 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Suples Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. GT Car and his crew at Suples Siding and Remodeling. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. Falbo Brothers Pizza. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, and Patrick Eads and his great staff at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, new and pre-owned vehicles, and a great service department. Here's Tom Souter and from hawkfanatic.com. It's Pat Hardy, and I, can, I could have one-upped you uh, in that discussion we had. But Let's hear it. I, okay. Uh, I get a call from the Channel 7 uh, is that what you were talking about earlier this morning? No, what you were t- uh, talking about just oh, now. Oh, okay. All right, Channel 7. Yeah. It's Waterloo. Yeah, but they're here covering the uh, protests last summer uh, on the highway. Mm-hmm. And oh, so this wasn't a recent. This was last summer. Yeah. Okay. He calls me up and says, hey, the uh, door to kicks I see is wide open. And I go, <laughs> What? He goes, yeah. Uh, I said, well, close it. They, they got stuff in there. They have a transmitter. I don't feel comfortable closing it. I said, well, because I, I said, well, okay. It, so what you're if, just what if it just... locks? And I said, well, it should be locked. <laughs> close it. <laughs> so he closed it, and he goes, it's not locked. <laughs> so I went in and I got up early in the morning the next day. And went in, and they have a thing you can lock it from, you know. Mm-hmm. And I locked it. <laughs> why did? Why is? Why were you involved? He knew me, and he did. But why know. did you feel like you had to go and lock KXIC? Well, I didn't want anybody going there and wrecking it. I mean, what do they have? Valuable stuff you could have taken. They got a transmitter. Okay. I mean, somebody could go in and with t- a sledgehammer and, and yeah. destroy the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's always that. I, I just hopefully felt, there's not yeah. a lot of those tapes. Hey, I a lot of the, folks walking around with sledge. Hey, I heard the radio station's doors open. Let's go destroy the place. Well, yeah. I, well, I wasn't. Let's do it. But yeah. I mean, there were already people out there. No, it, oh, no. I trust me. But I got to thinking. My door wide open. I've got nothing in my house worth taking. My furniture's all just crap, hand me downs, stuff that my well, siblings yeah. roll their eyes. There's really nothing in my house. TV. I mean, it's a flat. It's a forty-six. Everyone has one. Hell, I, <laughs> if they want to take one, if they want to take one, they can take the big tube thing that's sitting in the garage. That's what I want burglars to take. Please, I'll leave the door wide open tonight. It's just you walk into the left. There's this big mat thing from the nineties. That it still work? I don't know. It hasn't been plugged in for years, but it's just too big to deal with by myself. Yeah. It's it's ma- it's bigger than you. Yeah, I bet it weighs as much as you yeah. do. It's massive, but no, that's a good one. I do. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're. It's I, I use you because you're little. I mean, you're, you're in the big scheme of things. You're what are you five six? Yeah, yeah, that's little. That's why I used you. I mean, you'd be a more realistic comparison. What are you, suitor? Six foot? Uh, five eleven and change. Okay, I'm right at six feet. I maybe, never quite got to maybe six a feet. little below six feet. I know I'm not above six. Well, feet. you'll be going down. Yeah, your body settles, doesn't it? Remember yeah. Asa and Andy yeah. Griffith? Yeah, his body settled. <laughs> Hey, I turned you on yesterday, Captain, and yeah. you were on a tirade. You even called me out. I listened to you guys for 10 minutes yesterday when I was driving in the car. Yeah, and if Hardy was in here, he'd say that I started this. I guess some caller had called in and pissed you off. Yeah. And you you were wishing... Imagine that. You were wishing death to Trump. You were, I didn't uh, wish death to him. You also said the Spontaneous S... Spontaneous combustion. You also said That's the S God. word. You said the S word. Uh, not I, on the air. It didn't yes, go on the air. Yes, you did. Yes, it did. Uh, yes you did. It. I heard it. I don't believe it did. No, I heard it. I'm well, like, wow. I don't believe it did. And you weren't did. talking about Shit's Creek. And I, uh, but yeah, then right after that, you I was. Then you, I you was, were talking <laughs> about your neighbor's Shih Tzu dog. Yes. Yes. But then after, right after that, you called me. Yeah, if Hardy was in here, he'd say I started this. But <laughs> what did the caller say to just send you off? He just uh, called up and uh, uh, the economy, the gross... Um, oh, it's shrunk, and it's all Biden's fault. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, it's all Biden. It was, well, you guys voted for him. Yeah, they, you, know, you know. And yeah. would again. Yeah, you know, and any other president, it goes up and down to. See, I mean, that's it's where I have. Even, you know, I, that's where I have frustrations. Yeah. With, and I'm, if it was Trump, I would be thinking the same thing. I'm not blaming it all on him. No, his went down I too. Mean, they just, all go up and down. It, yeah, that's, I get so sick. I'm with you. It, I just yeah. get sick of it. I mean, it, it, truly. And we hadn't spoken politics. And when I said, but you called me out. Yeah, I said. I was on your mind. Hardy's gonna now. Hardy's gonna say, "Hey, you're talking politics." Well, you were, and you did it the entire time I ran my errands, which was about 25 <laughs> minutes. Because that's when I listen when well, I'm in the car. He was upset. Yes, I don't listen when I'm at home. I listen when I'm in the car. I just thought it was kind of funny. I mean, you were angry. You were going off, and Hunter oh, was just right. Well, I'm not. I know sounded angry. I know there's worse angries that yeah, you've had, but yeah. you seemed angry. Yeah. Did he ever call back? No. You think he's listening now? Yeah, he's a pussy. <laughs> okay, I just thought that was. I'm like, well, that's not inflammatory. <laughs> and I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the hell do I have to do with this thing? You know, you drag me into it. <laughs> but I did laugh. It was. Um, um, and of course, last night um, Tyler Linderbaum got taken twenty fifth. I had a feeling the way the way that thing was playing out, it did not surprise me when they mentioned his name. But I'll tell you, was it Dallas who drafted Tyler Smith, the offensive lineman? 
when they said Tyler, I'm like, really? And then, but no, you had started hearing stuff. And then when they did the trades, and here, I'll, you guys want to hear something that's kind of interesting? Yeah. I will play it. Let me. Lindenbaum. Lindenbaum. <laughs> well, they're getting a good one. This is. That it? Oh, I guess I played the wrong one. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> well, you played the Tyler Lindenbaum. Well, there's they, there's one where they. I thought I. Uh, here, you guys talk. What did you have for dinner? I, mean, I, don't I had chili and cornbread. Oh, no. leftover chili and we cornbread. We had chili okay, here yesterday it is. from Wendy's. Uh, here it is. Just a second. Right. Just, just a second. Here's, this is the call that Baltimore made to let Tyler know that they were, that they were um, drafting him. Just a second. Let me. You're going to be the next great. Hey, Tyler. It's Harry the from Baltimore. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm awesome. You awesome? Yeah. You're going to be the next great. Iowa Hawkeye Baltimore Raven? Yes, sir. I got you. You do? Yo, we love your game. Uh, center's a huge need for us. You're the best center in the draft. One of the very best I've seen in a long time. And, uh, I appreciate that. You know, the way that you play. Uh, it really resonates with the group, the scouts, the coaches. You're going to be a great pick for us. Um, I appreciate that. Very happy for you and your family. And Coach Ferentz and and even Neil Cornish, he and I go way back. And uh, so it's a really, really exciting day for us. I think our scouts are going to be fired up in a second. And, I'm uh, fired up, too. You are? That's awesome. Well, we're going to turn this pick in. You're going to be a Baltimore Raven in a minute. And uh, I'm going to let you talk to Coach Harbaugh, okay? Awesome. All right, congratulations. Can't wait to see it. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Tyler, congratulations. Coach Harbaugh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good right now. How about you? <laughs> I thought you'd be giving speeches right now, though, man. You'd be blocking people suited up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're, we're thrilled to have you. We just respect you. We love the way you play it. You're going to add an element to our offensive line, intensity, mindset, toughness, all that. It's going to be great for us, right? Absolutely. I got you, Josh. Okay. With the 25th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select... Tyler <laughs> and there you go. That's that, good. That is neat. It is, shows you though. It is kind of a uh, yeah. Just, the commissioner just mispronounces his yeah. name. And I've done that many times before, but I found that kind of interesting. But yeah, those are the kind of things we before social media. You never no. Those are the kind of things you were hoping as a reporter that you could maybe catch wind of, those types of covers. Now they're that thing was up on Twitter a minute after he was picked. <laughs> yeah, so cool. And then I guess I went to bed because he I mean this we're talking ten o'clock. Yeah. Ten thirty. I guess Lamar Jackson had tweeted but it was about something totally unrelated yeah, to that. It was, but then now that's a story because somebody asked well, me why he didn't came you? Were, out, he came well, out. He had to because he was getting and somebody. About him. Well, I so. I woke up this morning. I had an email. But why didn't you write about Lamar Jackson and Linderbaum? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So it wasn't about Tyler. Well, no. I didn't know what he was talking because I went to bed. I mean, I, I'm like, what? So then I got on Twitter, and I my answer to that is, what's the story? There it, isn't what, a story. It wasn't about. But they still think you need to write about the fact that he was improperly connected to Linderbaum. That why? Why give it? It any, had nothing to do with. It Linderbaum. was something different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was saying they gave away, you know. He was talking about another somebody. Yes, that he didn't like. Yeah, he didn't like. He That's said, the problem. It's not, and he goes, it's not about, about my, my center. center. But see, I didn't see any of that because I went to bed. I mean, because it was 1030 and I was tired. I, and then I wake up this morning and it's just. But it isn't. You know, it's not a story, but since it's on Twitter to some people, yeah. it's a story. Every, yeah. Hello? Hello. I was surprised that a bunch of those guys weren't there. Number one wasn't even there. The number one guy they picked, he was at home. Yeah, good for them. I'd rather be with my family. If it was yeah. me. Well, you still can be with your family if you're there, but then you have to be all dressed up. Yeah, it's, it's a sideshow. It's a sideshow. It's like a carnival yeah. freak well, show. It, it looked to me like they had to walk a mile to get out there. Yeah, I just, I mean, I was watching what was that. all that stuff they were walking through? Jeez. I was just watching that, and I couldn't, I'm saying to myself, what would it take for me to go to the NFL draft? I mean, it would take a lot of money. It'd be it just cool seemed, if, like, Will Smith would have been there. And, and just, just started punching draft, and they beat him up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you had all those million people out there. Yeah, I mean, they look like they were having fun. That's just not for me. Nope. Having yeah. fun's not for you? Not at the NFL draft. No. And then, and then some of them were dressed kind of weird. And yes, they were. These are hardcore NFL fans. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, for well, like. And then there was one that they had up on the stage, and he got so excited when the guy came up on the stage and to talked to him. Mm-hmm. I thought, jeez. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it's definitely an event. I mean, it has grown in stature, and when you put it in Vegas, that just makes it even more. Festive. Is it a typical that whenever they announce the uh, commissioner, everybody boos? That's been going on for yeah, years. Forever. That's part of the tradition. Because he just walks out there and they boo him, and he oh, just yeah. goes ahead. And then all the guys that come out always they always embrace each other like they're long lost relatives of some kind. Sure, because they're instant millionaires. I'll tell you, if yeah. you were paying me forty million dollars a year to run the NFL, you could boo me all you want too. That's about what his salary is just. Yeah, unbelievable. I suppose I know people I don't care for. Look that up, Captain. How much Roger Goodell makes a year? I, last I read, <laughs> I think it was like thirty million a year to run the NFL. Well, for a CEO, that's not very much money at all, really. Yeah, I see. I wouldn't know. I mean, I. I, I mean, mean, some CEOs get a quarter of a billion dollars. He gets uh, one hundred twenty-seven point eight million dollars. Oh, way low. Okay, I was maybe I was talking about fifteen years ago. So he makes one hundred thirty million a year. Uh, it says here overall, Goodell earned uh, sixty-three million nine hundred per year. So, oh, good his grief. pay for two thousand nineteen to twenty-one was one hundred twenty-seven. So you were right, eight. right in there. So he makes yeah. around. Can you imagine 40. that running the NFL making over fifty million a year doing that? It just shows you how much it makes. I mean, Linderbaum's contract. I looked it up on SportsDirect. About a six point eight signing bonus and just under fourteen million. Jeez. Goodell's net worth is two hundred million. Wow, he's doing all right. But yeah, Tyler right now has got seven million dollars coming to him right now, just guaranteed, without playing a second. I yep. could I could live for the rest of my life on half of that. Well, that's yeah. more than easily much less than that. That's more than ninety nine point nine percent of the world will make in their lifetime. Seven million dollars. Yeah. yeah, good for him. He worked hard for it. <laughs> well, some of the rest of us work hard too, but we don't get much of anything. Well, he's six nope. three and three hundred pounds too. Some of it you got to get lucky at the. What do they call it, the gene pool? Yeah. And if my front door was open, they'd walk inside. There'd be signs on things. Take this, take Me this. Me too. Please take this couch. <laughs> Mo- move this over please, to the other side of the room. Carry 
this out. Please I don't t- want it. Please take this ratted <laughs> hand-me-down couch, please. That would be my first thing. Yep. This bug-infested thing. I'm the only one. I would have burgers, burgers come to my house, and they'd probably charge me for, like, working, you know, because they feel like movers. <laughs> Anyway, have a good day. All right, Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Want to hear a good food story? Well, hey, they're fixing the pothole at McDonald's. Are they? No. Yes, I was driving. I got a good story for wow. that, too. This is, there's not, but uh, it started with I'm driving on Willow, and there's a car in front of me that's going just like 15 in a 25, which after being pulled over by the cops two days ago, I'm a little more paranoid now, and I'm not going to, but still, 15 in a 25 is too slow, right? Yeah. And you don't need to make complete stops when you come up to a speed bump, do you? You can slow down, I you guess. You slow down. You but don't I, and stop. I, so I'm tailing this car all the way up Willow, all the way Muscatine. It takes a left onto First Avenue. Then all of a sudden, I'm saying to myself, this car's going to McDonald's. You watch. Because I was going to go and get a hash brown patty. So we go and, and we stop at the light there, and you either take a right on to Kirkwood and start heading west, or you pull into the McDonald's. And sure enough, but there's a big cone there. Because they're fixing the pothole. Yeah. So the only way you can pull in is if you basically literally just go over the curb. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't want a hash brown patty that bad. So I drove up. This car in front of me just banged over there. Just went right over the curb. And I think the workers were like, I don't know if they really. I don't know if it was open or closed. But there was a cone sitting right yeah. in front of. And they still went in and got whatever food. I didn't. I found that kind of funny. But um, two, ni- two nights ago, I ordered Pizza Hut for the first time in ages. And I got ordered two personal pans. Have you had those? Not for... They're really small. 20 years. But, I mean, they're super small. I had that, and then I ordered a chocolate chip cookie. Because I had a fruit... Yeah. I had a, and I had ice cream. I just had a sugar... I had no sugar. And so, and it got here quick, but I, I get it. And they only gave me one of the personal pans, and they brought me a chocolate brownie. But they charged me for two personal pans, and I tried to call back. They never answered their phone again the rest of the night. They didn't answer it all day until about 5 o'clock yesterday. And then they're like, oh, the manager's not here. You'll have to talk to her when she gets here. But, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But I did get charged for two. Wouldn't that irritate you? Yeah. You you charged- get, and plus you were more... You didn't get enough to eat. I didn't. Well, yeah, food. I did. Unfortunately, I ate a bunch of that freaking brownie and felt like crap the next day. <laughs> I will say the brownie was better than the chocolate. I actually benefited from the brownie, but I needed it like I needed a hole in my head. It was. I still have like a fourth of it left, but it was just they didn't bring me. And she got out of there. She was gone so quick. I couldn't catch up to her by the time I realized it. But it's amazing, though, how often your food orders get screwed up. So is your uh, pizza good? It was okay. Personal pans were literally like one slice of pizza cut into little tiny sections of four. I just haven't thought it. I don't think of pizza. I don't really either. But because there isn't a, a hut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the one right on First Avenue there. Yeah. And I just, I, I, don't, I didn't want to cook. Everything I had had to be prepared either on a grill or in the oven. I just wasn't in the mood. And, and, but it was $24 with a tip for, and I, that seems too much. $24? It was 21 so I know they charged me for the two personal pans. I'm, and then for the, it, with a tip, it was That's 24 still too much. Yeah, because yeah. I, mean, I mean, the personal pan pizza is literally like eating one slice of pizza. Pizza really. literally costs like $1.19 to make. Well, I mean, it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. Okay, so a place like Wigan Pen that just charges out the, you know what, how much do you think they make on a medium pizza? And I can say Wig and Pin because I eat their pizza. And I, uh, well, but at most, cost them a couple bucks, maybe. Yeah. Do you think well, they're making 15 bucks a pizza? 15, 20 bucks a oh, pizza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, but it, it depends how you look at it. If you work in the cost, you know, the costs of labor, the yeah. cost of your rent, then it's, of course, a lot higher. No, than you're that. right. You're right. Because yeah. there's a lot that but goes into it. The pizza itself. The pizza itself. That's right. Okay. And, you know, pizza, it's, it's okay. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, sat, it's satisfactory. It's just upsetting when you don't get your order. You know? Yeah, it is. I mean, Tyler Lindenbaum gets a $7 million contract. I can't even get my pizza head order. You mean Lind- Lindenbaum? Lindenbaum. Lind- Tyler oh. Lindenbone. Honest to God. Oh, did you guys see Scott Pel- Van Pelt's tribute to his dog? No. no. Oh, my God. I watched it this morning. It just... Ugh, it ju- I just lost it. dog died. His dog, he had to put him down. Uh-huh. And it's the dog that every time Scott Van Pelt did stuff during the pandemic from his home Zooms, yeah. it was always laying in the back in the exact same. The dog had fought tumors all its life, but they had kept it had major surgeries, but it finally met a tumor it couldn't beat. Uh-huh. And it was so sad. I just cried this morning. It, How it, old was the dog? It, it didn't say. I, it didn't say. It was a big. Goofy, and it talked about how good it was with his kids, and how his kids used to climb on it and just beat on it and just tease it, and t- and the dog never, ever, ever showed its teeth. It just knew what it was doing, and it said it was the nicest thing in the world. But if you ever did anything to threaten the, anybody in that family, it was on. You know, they, I mean, it was it was that's really, the way Lily would be. I mean, I don't know if my um, Lakota would have been Wopsie that way. Too. I don't know if Buddy would have been that. Buddy would have been like, eh, you know, he's kind of a dick. Have at him, you know. <laughs> Beat the hell. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I don't. I think Buddy would have. I mean, would you feed me first? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Buddy would have done. Buddy was an odd dog. I think Lakota would have. They're all odd. They're all their I, own personality. They got, yeah, they got the society going. Evidently, uh, the cat. Um, Lily's been laying in front of the cat's room. Okay, so the cat uh, last uh, yesterday morning jumped and evidently jumped on Lily and scared Lily, and Lily barked at the cat and probably snapped, uh, but didn't hurt the cat or anything, but scared the cat. So the cat was keeping its distance, and it's you know you could tell the feelings were hurt, and she finally came up to Lily last night, but they got this goofy society, and then Lily felt bad. All day, it's it's just ridiculous. Mm. They got this goofy. Did we hear this on Wednesday? Going. We did. Did I say it? Yes, yes, yes. Did it happen? No, it rin- happened. No, this is rinse and repeat. We heard no, this, this on Wednesday. Uh, when did it happen? This is a rerun. Must <laughs> have happened Tuesday because you said it Wednesday. This one's just a little longer. What's today? Today's Friday. Friday. God damn it! Yeah, this is the second time we've heard this. This is not to say it wasn't a good story because <laughs> it was. But was it good enough for a repeat? No, soon. not, not this soon. Well, maybe, so maybe so. next week. The only thing bad okay. thing about pet stories is when they're too long and too frequent. <laughs> um, Lisa Bluter got a, a a kid out of the uh, portal. Um, yes, um, Molly Davis, <laughs> Central Michigan, a five seven point guard. And we actually played against her a couple years ago in, uh, in the NCAAs, the COVID NCAAs. Hello. She was real good. I thought you told that story yesterday for the first time. Yeah, I told it yesterday. I heard it Wednesday. I mean, Sue, no, I was didn't. in here with you. We yeah. listened to it Wednesday. So what three days in was, a row. That was a different story. Uh, no, it wasn't. Are you sure? No. Yeah, it was. Because I, I can't swear one another. Because you kept you kept getting interrupted, and I waited around for you to tell it. You told it yesterday morning. 
Well, I heard it Wednesday, too. We may well, have told it yesterday morning, row, so it's three days <laughs> in a row. That's fine. It's three days in a row. We heard it Wednesday. Okay. okay. Do okay. you, you, do you think it, I need to retire? <laughs> no. I, hey, today's my last day, 43 years. Really? Congratulations. Um, yeah, I'm cleaning out my, yeah, cleaning out my truck. And you know what? It's hard. Everybody says, you're going to enjoy it. Well, it's hard leaving, man. I've done it for 43 years. But, okay, Pat, where did the cat go when it went downstairs if you heard it Wednesday? I quit listening, to be honest. I don't remember. <laughs> no, you didn't. The cat went in the carrier that you don't like. Yes, I do yes, remember him saying on that. On top of the carrier. On top of the carrier. I do yeah. remember that. God, I'm getting old, too, then. I thought yesterday was the first day. Well, uh, and we don't know for sure that it, the story didn't wasn't told Tuesday. <laughs> well, I'll guarantee you we're going to hear it a lot. <laughs> I like, you know, it's kind of like me watching planes, trains, and automobiles over and over. My wife shakes her head, but I like these stories over and over and over. You know. So. Well, you're our well, ears. You're our ears in Cedar Rapids. He's retiring today. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> did I ever tell you? Yes, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. Tom, you think that's a fair? Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm going to tell If it's about your pets or your mom, yes, I'm sure you've told us. So let's Stevie hear it again. Nicks. Let's hear it again. Tyler Lindenbaum. Well, excuse me for losing for living. <laughs> and excuse me for trying to bring up the Hawkeyes. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Well, bring it up again. I'm trying to find she a little bit of. Uh, I'm trying to find a little bit of info on this. Uh, Molly Davis. Yeah, I bet it's five seven. Um, I'm just not finding any. For some reason, it's just nothing's coming up on Twitter. And she's. Uh, Where do you see all this stuff? Uh, I can't remember who. Uh, a guy named Steve Willis posted it. What's he? And I'm not sure about? where he got it from. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a guy from Michigan who posted it. No. It's a guy who runs a... Oh, an AAU type thing? Okay. But yeah, she's uh, she's quick. Got good moves. Scores a lot of points. And uh, she's uh, a for real point guard. So she'll uh, back up uh, Caitlin. Well, she could also play with her, too. Uh-huh. I mean, Caitlin can easily shift over to the other side. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, that, I mean, Lisa doesn't do that very much, so... Well, must, it shores up the guard court a little she bit. Must feel they, they, she must feel they need it. And yeah. I mean, the portal, nothing surprises me. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously she felt the guard court needed to be shorn up, and shore it up, she did. Well, if it makes them more athletic, that's the one thing I would say that's usually lacking with the Iowa women's team. No, regardless of how skilled they are, big they're usually not very athletic. She's, um, I, I I've only saw her play against us, and then I rewatched the first quarter earlier today, just so I could get a feel for what she's like. There's a ton of Steve Willis's. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's not incredibly athletic, but she's she's a good point guard. She's a good player. She's going to help us. Hello. Yeah, she uh, averaged 18.6 per game. Uh, the Chippewas went 4-25, and 25, which is by one reason she left. Yeah. <laughs> and she scored uh, 1,438 points in three years. Yeah, oh, she's, she's a good player. That's impressive. 
And did you see Ogondale, uh took his name out of the portal? Uh-huh. And yeah, I wrote about it yesterday. Big Jelly's coming okay. back. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I had a story up today. Um, okay. That didn't surprise me. And um, I think they realize they're not getting fired out. He's yeah, admitting to, I think to you're Texas right. Tech. Well, he never visited. No. I mean. And didn't he have a three-day visit at Texas Tech yeah, or something? Yeah, and he's announcing his decision today. So I know that, um, there are some people concerned, oh, Josh is coming back because he didn't have anywhere to go. Well, I mean, they didn't have to take him back. They could have told him no scholarships available. I just hope it works out now. I still think they're they're still trying. There's a transfer from Louisiana. Yeah, I saw that. That they're one of five schools that he's interested in with Penn State. And, and he has visited. And he has visited, and he averaged about nine and eight. What well, It's just amazing how under wraps all this stuff is. I think the, the good news about him, he was the Sun Belt Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's not a great. I mean, he averaged like nine points uh-huh. and eight yeah. points. I don't. Yeah, he's not. But they're still trying to get a big seasoned veteran player because I don't think France convinced that Riley or Josh either one are ready to play a 25, 30 minute. Well, when last year. seen, they're not. No, and I mean this would technically be Riley's first year coming in. I mean, remember he left a year early, so mm-hmm. I think France still active in the portal, but I think the fact that Josh is coming back shows you that maybe they're not in on as many people as we once thought. And but we'll see. I I mean Josh has got to. He's just got to get, get in shape. He's got to get in shape, and he's just got to get better. Yeah, Fran's given him another opportunity. He wouldn't be coming back without a scholarship. So, we'll see what happens. I was sort of surprised. You don't see a lot of people go in the portal, then come back like this. But you also didn't hear much about Josh going to visit schools. No. I heard one Temple, and I'm not even sure if that ever happened. So I don't know how many schools he visited. Well, we don't know what the interest level was. I didn't hear anything. No. I mean, you heard more than I did, obviously, with Temple. A lot of this, I just saw it on Twitter. I mean, someone tweeted uh-huh. that he was had a visit set up with Temple. And a lot of this stuff, you'll get, like, obscure sources. You know, somebody will tweet sources, so-and-so. Well, that's the thing with the, the kid from Louisiana. Um, it was just some media guy down there saying he's heard, and he mentioned the five schools, and Iowa was one of the ones he listed. So we'll see. It was There was some tough competition. It was not, not – oh, North Carolina State was another mm-hmm. one. There's so, so and then somebody of course got on there and said, "Oh, he's going to North Carolina State." Blah blah blah. I mean, there's always that type of speculation. Like somebody's got the inside info, and who knows? I mean, well, we could use we could use him. It would uh, make us better defensively. Could have a yeah. rim rim protector back there. It'd be nice to get, um, and then that would maybe free up Robracho a little bit to play off outside of the post, where maybe he can show a little bit more of his offensive skills. Because Phillip is really limited offensively when he has to play center. It's just yeah. tough for him. I mean, he's six eight and a half, six nine. He's a power forward. And I think if they could free him up and then move Patrick to small, Chris to shooting guard, and have that six eight, six nine, six nine, six ten, that and then with a point guard, that's a pretty good lineup if Chris Murray can handle playing shooting guard. I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. Some people just act like, "Oh, just move him there," and it just happen. It doesn't just happen overnight. That was going to be an adjustment for Chris. I think he can do it, but it's not going to be easy to be a six foot eight shooting guard when you've never. I mean, he's played mostly small forward. That's different than being a shooting guard. Are you completely comfortable with Chris Murray bringing the ball up against pressure, against a point guard um, on pressure? Not completely. I'm not uh-uh. there yet. No. I mean, that's what he needs to work on. Because I do think it would be nice if he could play sh- um, shooting guard some next year. Because they got to have Chris and Patrick in at the same time, and Philippe, Philip, for that matter. But will it be Philip as a center, or will it be Philip as a power forward pushing everybody over a position if they get the big man, or if Josh or Riley all of a sudden evolves? I mean, who knows? Yeah, we got to have. 
at least three guys who can shoot the three in there at any given time, I would think. And that's not, I mean. And that's not going to be easy to do. Well, especially when next year, who on the team would you say their greatest strength is three-point shooting, like Bohannon and Parker? Peyton Sanford, maybe? Maybe. I would say that would, it could be. I still think he takes some kind of tough three-pointers. His percentage was low. I mean, he, yeah. he made less than 35% of his threes. I think he's the one guy that I think you can potentially say that about, but I don't think he's there yet. But I do think shooting, whereas like Tony Perkins is a better defender then he's probably ever going to be a shooter. Mm-hmm. That's just how he plays. And same with Aaron Eulis. And we don't know about the the new incoming guards. We don't know what they're going to be able to do yet. Yeah. And, I mean, didn't Fran make it sound like Dix was going to play? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Josh and, Dix can make threes. I've seen him. DeSante Bone, too. But will it translate? I mean, Josh Oglesby was a great three-point shooter, and he struggled to make threes yes, he did. at this level. Sometimes yep. it's not easy. That's what was so incredible about Bohannon. He never really struggled. He just kind of picked up in college where he left off in high school. So it'll be interesting. I still think they're going to add a piece. But like I said, it's right now the competition's it's not easy. I mean, you Mm-mm. talk about all the people in the portal, but it usually comes down to a select number of players that a lot of schools are going after. And then meanwhile, hundreds just st- sit there unnoticed. Well, and if you have all things being equal and one team says, and by the way, I got a $100,000 uh, NIL deal for you too to sweeten the pot. Well, that's the game that Iowa has to start playing. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, if Penn State or North Carolina State can do that, then why can't Iowa? We hear about all the money and the fundraising and the oh, Hawkeye I, love and loyalty. Okay, put your, put Iowa your State, money where your mouth is. Iowa State's put together an NIL program. Iowa's putting one together. Yeah. it's in the process of being put together. I know who's actually leading it. They just don't want to say anything on the record yet, uh-huh. and that's fine. I mean, I'd like to get him on the radio once they decide they want to go public with it. But I, I mean, I've been told who's sort of in charge of it. And it's just, let's just leave it. How's it going? Okay, I guess. I don't know. I haven't really talked enough about it. And, I mean, if you use a little common sense, maybe a former player, businessman. I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. but no, Iowa's not just sitting around. They're they're organizing it. They're just doing as usual, more under wraps. And I can see if you don't want to come out with it right now. But I've given this person and the people close to him, I've said, if you guys want to come on and – Talk about this at a time when you want to go public with it. Come on the radio. That'd be a good way to start it. So I'll keep you abreast on that. Um, cool. Because that could happen at any time. As of last week, they still weren't comfortable coming out. And they didn't want me to write anything about the collective NIL. But it's coming. They're working on it. And it'll. And who knows? Maybe some other media person will. But right now, this person, who I know is in charge of it, doesn't want to say anything publicly. Cool. But it's happening. NIL collective, Captain. Yeah. NIL collective. Is Pat Hardy going to contribute to the collective? No, I will not. I mean, why, I'm, I'm, it's not my job to recruit for Iowa. <laughs> Are you guys going to? I don't know. What if I Iowa called really and said, hey, about we, we'd like $5,000 to help us for the NIL. Would you give it to them? Well, first they'd have to listen to my story about the dog in the cat fight. <laughs> and then you tell them why you're not giving them $5,000. <laughs> yeah. Is there any chance if they, if, let's say Barta calls and said, guys, we love you guys. Yeah. We need you. Five grand. Can you help us with our NIL collective? Would you do it? I don't know. I'd consider it. I uh, would have you do it in a roundabout way and then I'd take the money. Which is not get paid when I come in? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm more likely to. Uh, if I had to fork out five thousand extra dollars to upgrade my seating to the outdoor club seats, that's what I would do. You've been it. winning, you and your wife. Been we winning. have, yeah. That was another big jackpot. It was, yeah. Won again. 
Uh, where, where'd you win this time? That was our first trip down to Riverside since I think last year. Oh, yeah. how much did if you we win? Had that $5, just a thousand. Why wouldn't we just like buy one athlete and have them promote us? Like do commercials with one athlete. Like what Estella's doing? Bucks. I mean, Estella's making. They're now. Uh, that's we, we're having Connor on next Wednesday at ten. Connor McCaffrey. I wanted. We're gonna talk. Talk to him about his dad breaking the story about him return, <laughs> returning before he could. But, I mean, he and Patrick are now doing their podcast. They used to do it with the Gazette. Now it's with Estella's. They're sponsoring it. Yeah. Estella's is all over the place, man. They're, they're, I've they spon- never been there. I've, been, I've been never been either. there either, but I've been told it's really good. Yeah. And, um, but the, I, part of the reason I've never been there is there's nowhere to park. I mean, it's down. Little, That's the downtown one. They the have down- other locations. I mean, where? I I uh, think they have one in um, Coralville. Yeah, see, I'm not aware of that where? one. Where? Uh, uh, kind of the, the, I think the Northridge Park or what, you know, where that Michaels and yeah. Gordman's was. Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's over there's I, one. I think so. Yeah, see, I, I normally don't. I've never don't, seen it. I normally I don't. Know, I'm but, pretty sure. But the one downtown, I guess you'd have to park somewhere on the side street. But it makes its living from just walk up. I mean, with where that—that's what those places do, right? In those locations, they just get some food. of them, and it's right yeah. by the hotel there. But I've been told the food's really good. But they're sponsoring. Remember, they sponsored Spencer. They had a Spencer Petrus thing they were sponsoring. Mm-hmm. They've been—they've been very involved with um, Iowa athletes. We ate at, at a good New Mexican place uh, the other day. Where in Corvette? See, Senor Two. <laughs> <laughs> they have a evidently C Senor One is in I think Cedar Rapids or Marion and yeah. then this is on the Coralville Strip. It's real good. Across from Tavern C- Blue. C Senor. <laughs> oh okay on the strip. No, I'll, yeah. I mean I'll try that if I'm ever. I just don't get out there very much anymore. When I lived in Coralville, of course, I was always eating over there. Well, we had to be out there to get Ann's new phone from Verizon. But I'm always, that's where I always go from. I'm, I'm always willing to try, especially Mexican places. Like, I can't wait till that Mesa place opens up right by hy V. So there's a a place downtown called Mesa Pizza. Yeah, this is And Mesa. this is called Mesa also? Something, M-E-S-A. And, it seems like a poor idea. And it's Salvadorian food. Like I said, the menu sounded lights out. Just spicy carne asada stuff like that tortillas and stuff it just sounded like a form of mexican food just a little different i've never had salvadorian food have you guys i don't know i know no. nothing about it no but the menu's right mean there from el salvador i assume, assume i so. guess yeah yes yeah, i assume so yeah salvador salvador yeah. dolly yeah i'll uh but no i'll try that place you're talking yeah, about yeah it was good no, there's a lot of good, good. There's a lot of good Mexican places. There, there are there really are a lot of good Mexican places, and, and each of them is a little bit different. They are, and they all seem like. I mean, whenever I go to La Rea, the place is just packed, and um, I always get the. I mean, the last time I got carry out from there, it took 20 minutes to a half an hour just because they had so many people. Is there that with. carry out only? No, no, it's sit down, and I and but they have one of these things where you walk in. The computer's really easy to work, even for an idiot like me. You can go there and do your order, and so you don't have to involve any of their workers. And you do your order, and sometimes you can get out of there real quick. But sometimes when they're busy, it just takes a while. But um, but yeah, that's a good one. Oh, there's a lot of yeah. good Mexican restaurants. I just always go to Senior Cactus. And that that's one's real good. good. Yeah. yeah, my my probably favorite would be La Rea for tacos. 
I'm mostly a taco person when it comes to Mexican food. And yeah, I like fajitas. I'm not. A, I've never been a big fajita fan. I don't know why I should. Have be. you done uh, Perez Family Tacos? Oh God, yes. Oh, those are really yeah, good. No, they're they're right up there with Tasty Tacos. Yeah, really. Good. Tasty Tacos, Perez, and Laredo would be, and they're all different. That's what's so cool about them. Completely different. Completely. Oh yeah, the Perez Family Tacos. I could eat fifty of those if I was drunk. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're not huge. I mean, put them next to a tasty taco, they're about the third of the size. But you also get three of them in an order. Yeah. Whereas tasty serves there's one one at a time. But yeah, they're way smaller than tasties. They taste they're just as good, they just taste different. And I'm no longer biased about tasty because my family my cousin's no longer involved. They've moved on. They've retired. And Andy's dead, of sadly. Yeah. So I don't have any I'm no I'm not no family bias anymore. So I'll but no, I'm not biased when I say the tasty tacos. Tacos are incredible. Well, we use their uh, taco sauce it's mix. Good. It's good. And it's real good. It is really good. I used it the other day, actually, for normal tacos. Mine weren't as good. I mean, Tom, have you ever had tasty tacos? Uh-uh. The best part about their taco is the shell that they serve of it. Is that like the Perez family tacos? But bigger. Pastry bigger, shells? Bigger and fluffier. They're probably three times bigger than the Perez ones. They're the same time. They're, they're not quite as greasy, and I don't mean that bad for the Perez. They're just a little fluffier, a little lighter. They taste different, but they're both great. I mean, I mean, I mean, I could, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I could eat them both into submission until I just dropped. Tacos is one thing that I could eat until I get ill. Nothing else. Oh, even taco. For John. me, it's pizza. I couldn't. I pizza. I would lose it after a while. Taco John's, is, you know, as far as oh, they're you know, fine. Real fast, yeah. Drunk, you get me drunk. I could eat twelve tacos <laughs> from Taco and a pound. Twelve, a twelve pack and a pound. How's that doing? <laughs> Well, that's a six-pack and a pound. I do a 12-pack and a pound. I don't know that I could. <laughs> you, you, you couldn't do 12? No. I bet I could. No, pizza. No, you know. I, pizza's just too filling. I just, I don't know what it is. Probably old. No, I well, that's probably part like, of it. And you're not real big either. I, mean, I can't eat like I used to eat. I, mean, I can't I either get, unless I'm drunk. I get drunk. full. you got to start getting drunk and see what you do. Yeah. Do you eat better when you're drunk, Tom? Uh, No. I get hungry. Oh, I ever tell you about I ever tell you about cat. the dog and the cat got into it. I was in a carrier the that it doesn't, doesn't like. like the carrier. The cat has to go to cats. I see it close and it was the door. Trump's fault, and you're gonna think that I brought it up. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh no, I got a cramp. Hey, hey what? <laughs> You should try to outdrink Governor Reynolds to that out eat Ashley Henson. Hey, well, that which one would you give me a better chance of out drinking Reynolds or out eating Henson if we're doing tacos? Well, I would say right now, I don't think Governor Reynolds or drinks anymore. Does she? I don't know. No. I don't believe she, she says does. she does. Oh, so she's a recovering well, yes. alcoholic. <laughs> she says she does. There she, you go. That's she's true. a recovering alcoholic, and we're just kicking her when she's yeah. down and trying she's to fight the good fight. She's a recovering alcoholic. The other one's a recovering journalist. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I would say you would be able to eat more tacos. I could eat more Ashley tacos Hinson. than Ashley Hanson. Oh, yeah. oh God, I'd kill her, and oh, I'd rub yeah. it in. I, there's no way she could keep up with me talking, especially if I was drunk. Could I be drunk? Sure. All right. Somebody would drive me there. I wouldn't get. I'm yeah. not going to drive and. Not gonna drink and drive, but no. If you you give me a few beers, uh, it would destroy Ashley Henson. <laughs> so, how many um, tacos from Taco John's do you think you could eat? You think you could do ten? Uh, uh, drunk? Uh, sure. 
And that's got to be part of it. I don't mean to keep bringing that up, but it has to be part of it. Um, yes, I think I could do 10 if I was drunk and I hadn't eaten for, you know, if I was hungry and drunk and maybe it worked out that day, I could put 10 down. Now, I couldn't do that while I'm pounding Olay's. Olay's are filling. And they're real yeah. good, too. Oh, God, they're good. They're, they are good, but they are filling. Yeah. Put, and put, some of those Taco John's up. tacos, they don't put a lot of meat in No, they don't. Things. They're not very some big. Some of those, you're, you can, the shells are like together. <laughs> Hello. Is there a way to isolate that? He just said if he had a few beers, he'd destroy Ashley Henson. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that didn't come off as uh, in a taco eating contest. That's what that's that's where we're at yeah. with this, right? Yeah, yes. in a yes. taco eating. We're yeah. not going into the gutter. No. No. God, what? How many tacos do you think Joey Chestnut could eat? How many? Have they ever done that? I don't know. I don't know. You know that is. Is he the guy who eats like 180 hot dogs? Yeah, it's. I don't know how those people. I don't get it. I I don't don't either. I can't see how, and he's not even heavy. Well, that's the whole key, is because he's not heavy. But I don't know where he puts it. That his stomach can expand. It's just people that are heavy, their stomach can't expand. But see, the thing is, I couldn't compete because the moment they wet the bread in the hot dog, I'd be vomiting. You. What? What? Nothing. Wet bread just. Yeah, that's really nasty. It's the nasty. I couldn't watch. I can't watch those contests. They make me vomit. No, I don't. I've got a really weak stomach. Hello. It would take a lot more than a few beers to even consider that. Okay. Consider what? Who knows? I'm. What? Now I will say I know that I don't. And Ashley Henson's not ugly. No, I mean no, she's no, actually kind all. of attractive. No. I mean, you know, politics aside, I don't care what her politics are. I mean, he's got to enter the portal. Big <laughs> <Take> Ackerman, <laughs> do we, is there a radio portal? There, well, what? All of a sudden, he's up working with Brownwell Camp Station, and we get one of their callers from. Is that how it works? Could you imagine that? Callers can go to the portal and go to different stations. Southern Justin's. Uh, He's uh, uh, not exclusive to KCJJ. You guys had a call with him yesterday, I think it was, and I happened, and uh, I was listening, and it, it took lunch away. It, seriously, it literally took lunch away. Well, I don't remember. It was about sex and just <laughs> masturbation. You were asking him the last time, basically, he had flogged, and it was just none of it was necessary. None of this. None of this. None of it was. Well, there's a lot of stuff on here that's not necessary, but that was really unnecessary. I was literally going to get something to eat, and it just, it just made me nauseous. So did you turn around and I I I went home and didn't eat for a while. I I just because I started like you know when you dry heave. Oh God. Okay. Hello. How many beers do you think it took Southern Justin before he took a run in Emerald? <laughs> None. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, that's. Yeah. I don't think alcohol yeah, has bleak. to be. I don't yeah. think alcohol has to be involved at all. That's no. mutual acceptance. Yeah. When you say, see, I will say now. When I saw her in person, I was expecting a uh, a large woman, and she was not. But she does look like Emerald. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's a short little guy, isn't he? Who Southern Justin? Well, then the other one didn't you say you think you said meatloaf? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but the other one looks like meatloaf, and the last one looked like pendulette. And I'm not. Where do we go from here? <laughs> I think we take a break. What time? I is think it? that's a what, fine what, idea. What, ten till ten. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be. All back. right. We'll be back. God. One. 
1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember, just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America. The idea that a diamond, like love itself, is precious and lasting. More than ever before, proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet-lined Hertine and Stocker boxes. Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later, happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stocker. The designs are always modern and fresh, but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of past and present is the reason Hertine & Stocker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City eight years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine & Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln of Iowa City. At some point, your vehicle is going to need maintenance or service work done. And Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln Iowa City is the place to go. Here's why. Here the people make the difference. Fixing cars is what we do, but it's the people here that make the difference. Great people who live right here in the community who are really good at fixing vehicles. The longevity of our staff cannot be compared. More than half of the employees at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln have been here for over a decade. Our mechanics have more than 150 years of combined experience. Service advisors having over 90 years of combined experience. We not only service Fords and Lincolns, but all brands. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln is proud to offer the most competitive pricing in the area. We work hard to keep the labor costs down at a time when everything else is going up. If you haven't had a chance to see why our people make a difference, give us a try the next time you need work done. At Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on the corner of Mormon Truck Boulevard and Highway 1 Iowa City, DearyFord.com, here for you. GT Car, owner of Suple Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Suple Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Suple Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Valbo Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique. From their New York-style thin crust, Chicago-style deep dish, to stuffed pizza when you want it. Valbo's pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special. Either a two-topping extra-large thin crust or single-topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. 
Falbo, South Gilbert and Iowa City, Crosspark Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at FalboBrothersPizza.com. Falbo Brothers Pizza, buy the pie or buy the slice. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Hawkeye fans, you love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye black and gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye black and gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the green and white team, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement. The team you love, the people you trust. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog. An all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Rise and dine at the Ox Yoke Inn. Hi, this is Abby and I'll be serving breakfast your way, family style. Pass the bowls and platters around or order off the menu. There's so many choices. Eat hearty or light, the choice is yours. Serving breakfast Saturday and Sunday, 8 until 10 a.m. Take the easy drive just 20 minutes from Cedar Rapids and Coralville. Go to oxyokin.com or just stop in to see me at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. 
We have some rain and thunderstorms possible here over the next couple of days. I think most of the severe weather will stay out of our way, but we could get a half inch to an inch or more of rain. With a low near 56 degrees. Overcast and breezy tomorrow with rain showers and highs in the upper 60s. Cloudy but dry on Sunday, cooler with highs in the upper 50s. A mix of sun and clouds Monday with a high of 61. That's weather on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. It's 58 degrees out right now. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. I never had that happen before. What's that? Uh, Theo. The uh, weathercasters changed in mid-weather. Wow, that is weird. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have my phones. Uh, uh, well, it was, yeah, that was odd. Yeah. I didn't know it could do that. I guess it can. Yeah. What's going on with the weather? Well, the weather uh, casters changed in mid-weather. Oh. Can you play it again? Because I missed it. I didn't have my phone. Well, on. we'll see if it now it should be just uh, Ashley. Henson? Let's hear it. No, not, no, not Henson. We have some rain and thunderstorms well, possible here over the next couple of days. I think most of the severe weather will stay out of our way, but we could get a half inch to an inch or more of rain. With a low near 56 degrees. <laughs> Overcast and breezy tomorrow with rain yeah, showers weird? and highs yeah, in the upper. Yeah. yeah. Way weird. Yeah. So Started as a man, ended as a woman. In this day and age, that's going to cause a huge oh, God, controversy. Oh, God. Santa's be going nuts. God, he'd be trying to shut the station down. <laughs> he would not <laughs> like that weather report. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh that was weird. <laughs> Politics. Okay, Tom, you asked. Yes. Um, Louisiana transfer Theo Akwuba. His top five schools are the following per source. Iowa, North Carolina State, Old Miss, Penn State, South Carolina. That's not murderer's row? No. Um, I don't know. I mean, Penn State, I like what their coach did this year. I, I, I Shrewsbury? Yeah, I think he did a pretty good job. It'll be interesting to too. see what he does. Um, but, yeah, and this um, – and Theo just played extensively the last two years. And, like I said, he averaged around nine points, eight rebounds, good defensive player. I don't know how tall he is. 6'11". Okay, so, um, yeah. I I mean, Fran is looking, obviously, for – he's not just looking for a front-line player. He's looking for a post player. Yeah. I mean, he made that odd. I mean, when he was talking to us, I think he referred to it as front line. But I think in this case, he's looking mostly. They don't need a small. They don't need a six eight small forward right no, now. No, we got. They need a six ten to a seven foot post player who can play with his back to the basket. And so he's trying. He's in the running. And I think Fran's saying to himself, "Worst case scenario, I stick with what I have, and hopefully Josh and Riley can, can progress. Can give me you know ten minutes. That's the fallback plan minutes. if they don't get anyone in the portal. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Yep, yep, yep. I was a little surprised with uh, Lisa Bluter uh, reaching into the portal and getting Molly Davis. Uh, she, she, although she did get Kylie last year. Mm -hmm. so When she did lose. Not unheard of. She did lose Tommy Taiwo. Yeah. So she's replacing one guard with another guard. She lost Logan Cook. So there's two scholarships. So, I mean, if this girl can come in and... I mean, who knows? Maybe she may end up starting in the backcourt with Caitlin. You never know. I mean, if she's noticeably better than the other guard, I mean, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. I, 
I mean, I don't think you rule anything out. I mean, I guess it's just going to depend on who fits best with Caitlin because you know Caitlin's going to play 35 minutes a game yes. and she's going to have the ball in her hands. Yes. Caitlin can also play with the ball not in her hands. She could also be really good as a shooting guard if the person playing next to her is a good ball handler. So it'll be interesting I mean, to see. Caitlin played with Paige Beckers, so, yeah. so you know, obviously. But with yeah. Paige, yeah, Caitlin's used to having the ball in her hands, mm-hmm. but I still think she could handle – being a shooting guard at times too, I think she can. I think she could take on that mentality too. It just depends on how good the ball handler next to her is. Because mm-hmm. Caitlin's also their best ball handler. That's part of the reason she handles the ball so much. In addition to being their best shooter and what have you. So, but no, it'll be interesting to see this portal. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, trying to keep up with everything that's going on in the portal. I mentioned. I think the other day, looking at. Um the lineups for the other teams in the Big Ten, I just don't even recognize any of the players practically. No, and that's just the way it's going to be. And it's just bizarre. John, uh, John Miller evidently last night told Lamar Jackson to delete his account. <laughs> John Mil- the John Miller we know? Yeah. Oh, because he didn't realize the what, yeah, the W, what the TF yeah. was about. Something. See, that's the problem with Twitter, guys. I mean, well, that's one of many problems with Twitter. But I mean, that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I did not get involved in that. Where'd you see that, Captain? It's on. Uh, it came up on uh, my Twitter. Uh, John Miller, delete your account to Lamar Jackson. Uh, then uh, somebody. Uh, said Lamar, please don't count this clown as Hawkeye Nation. Uh, then uh, John Miller said, uh, same time Lindy was drafted, and then uh, Lamar comes back and says, "It's not about my new center. Stop that BS." So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say on this. I'm just on the outside looking in. I mean, if you're Baltimore, you probably don't want your star quarterback tweeting any of that stuff, I guess, ideally. I would guess not. But, I mean, why would he – they desperately need a center. Why would you criticize the team picking if unless – Well, he wasn't. He, 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 he wasn't. No, I know he wasn't. he wasn't. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, but that's just people jump the gun and want to be the first one to – because then they get all that attention. I'm not saying that was the motivation, but it sounds like a, did a bunch of Iowa fans jump all over him. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Like and, I said, you know – First of all, with Twitter or anything on the Internet, you don't know whether it's sometimes, most of the time it's instant, but sometimes it isn't. Sometimes, depending on your Internet, that thing could be, that thing could be as much as 30 to 40 seconds off mm-hmm. before it posts, and by then you've moved on to a different subject. You, you know, I mean. Uh, well, the other thing, this was happening like, what, 10, 30, 11 o'clock last yeah, night? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm getting old and crusty. I went to bed. I had to get up fresh for the big show. Yeah. I didn't want to let you guys down. No. I wanted to come in here lucid, crisp. Woke. Woke. You know, I mean, there's times where coming in here woke is a... And being woke. There's times where it's hard to be woke. Yeah. I'm talking literally woke. Yeah. But no, I mean, mean, that's unfortunate. But it'll blow over. I just didn't realize that he was getting... Well, I don't know that... But it's not a story because he dispelled it within like uh, 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah. So there's no no story to it. It's just unfortunate that a lot of people... um, um, I'm trying to find that Scott Van Pelt thing because I think you guys... But it's just so hard to find... 
you click on things and you're not sure if you're waiting for the video or if it's an ad. Now all of a sudden, someone wants to sell me sudden link gig internet for 50 bucks a month. <laughs> and now I'm onto their thing and I can't get away. It's just, it's so hard sometimes to navigate. I hate the websites where, and I can say this because mine's not that way, where you call up a story and you read a paragraph, then there's three ads, you read another paragraph. Yeah. You never know when the story ends. Mm-hmm. It just drives me crazy, but I know they have to do that because that's how you survive. Luckily, I haven't had to do that yet, thanks to our lovely local advertisers and what have you. But doesn't that annoy you when you're calling up a story? And yes, what annoys me even more, and you're not on Facebook very much, but when you're scrolling through Facebook and an ad comes on. Yeah. I just hate, I mean, a, a, you know, a Well, you voice. can stop that. How? You can go in your settings and 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 say don't start videos and, and turn the sound off so it doesn't come on automatically. Mm. Yeah, you go into your settings. You want to hear a few, you hear a few minutes me. of this? Am I, gonna, am I going to cry? Yes, you will. when I wrote it said I was doomed if I did so I guess I'm doomed it's all right a few years ago I wrote about my dad on the anniversary of his passing which wasn't easy but this is more difficult because anytime I wrote anything for this show sitting behind me in my office in his spot on a leather chair was Otis the dog and that thing is worn in like a catcher's mitt because of him Ever since COVID, when we seem to do everything on Zoom, if you talk to me, well, you got him as well, right over my right shoulder, because he just wanted to be wherever I was. Now, sometimes he'd stand up and readjust. Sometimes he'd lick himself because, hey, what do you want from me? I'm a dog. I waited a long time in my life to get married. I waited just a little bit longer to get my first dog. Otis arrived just a couple of weeks after our wedding day. Training wheels before you have a kid, right? Make sure you can take care of something. Keep it alive. That turned out to be a battle. And man, did he battle. He had so many surgeries, we lost count. We jokingly started referring to him as Otis the Bullet Dodger. He fought through so much and just kept on trucking. But nobody dodges them all. And when yet another tumor arrived, it turned out to be the bullet with his name on it. And we said goodbye to our good boy. I don't know what in my life has made me cry like this. Such profound sadness over a love that was so damn pure. Now it bothers my mom when I say nothing has ever loved me the way Otis did because she's my mom, I understand. But I just ask her, I ever do anything that made you mad? Uh-huh. Exactly. Otis was never mad at me. Now, he wouldn't look at me when he saw a suitcase. He'd go on hunger strike anytime I was gone for too long, but that was as cross as he ever got with me. Nothing we do could earn what our dogs give away to us for free. That level of love and loyalty. And so many of you know what I am talking about. I've read countless moving tributes through the years about what your bonds meant and what made your dogs unique. And I always felt badly for you, but I had no idea, honestly, and I wish I didn't know now. The truth of the matter is that the only thing our dogs have to do to take up this much room in our hearts and in our souls is be ours. Otis gave way in the pecking order to a sister and then two brothers. So gentle, so patient, so protective, he would have taken off your arm if he thought you meant to do them harm. For real. But even as they pummeled him and climbed on him and pestered him, he never so much as showed his teeth 
even one time to any of them in protest. He'd raise his voice and do that dog talk thing. I'd laugh and I'd say, talk to a Modi boy, let him know. But that was the extent of it. Simply by his presence, he has been a joyous and loving constant every single day of each of their lives. They're showing a video of him jumping up and getting treats, and every time he would jump up, the baby would just start laughing. His absence to my children was one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever had to do. How do you make it make sense to them? Hell, how do I make it make sense to me? And the simplest explanation, I suppose, for any of this is the truest. That the best part of this life is loving anything, and you do it, even knowing the hardest part, which is that somewhere in the equation, inevitably, there will be loss. And the weight of this one is immense. Because he was the corner puzzle piece. So much of what mattered to our family, the big things and the little, connected to him. When I get home from the show late at night, I'd sit in a chair in a room off of our kitchen in the dark. And I'd wait to hear the click of his nails on the floor. And then he'd barrel down the stairs, tail going like a helicopter. And he'd headbutt my knee again and again like he was saying, give me some love, Papa, and some treats. All right, big fella. I got plenty of both. Just like sitting behind me in my office. It was the last part of our daily routine to be wherever I was. And now he's not. After the show tonight, I'd rather drive all the way from D.C. to the Pacific Ocean instead of taking a short ride home where I'm going to sit in the dark waiting for my Odie boy. But if this hurt is the cost of the transaction for being on the receiving end of a mighty love that I got to know in Otis the dog, then I pay it with enormous gratitude. Because even though I'm crying, I was just so happy he was ours. And I'm so happy that we were his. My friend Spencer Hall said simply, dogs are grace. And Chris Stapleton sings about a revelation that a dog has a soul. And they're both right. I stared into the eyes of Otis the dog and into his soul, and I promised him again and again, yours is going to forever live in mine. Well, that was really nice. Wow. Yeah. Crying again. Yeah. And he's right. He sure is. Yeah. Oh, God, the dogs the, are wonderful. Gets me every time. I feel the same way about Tommy. Tommy Lang? Yeah. Yeah, when he comes in in the morning and his tail's <laughs> wagging. And he sits on your lap, sits a, <laughs> licks your face. Wants a treat. Headbutts you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the thing is, though, with me, my dog's... When they knew it was me, as they got older, they didn't even get off the chair. They didn't even. They, did, they didn't even wake up. Now, if it was me, if it was me coming with somebody else, and they recognized a different car sound, they were all over. They wanted to meet. They were bored with me. I mean, I was just, I was just part of the process. No, they would like you know. I would travel a lot, and I'd come home, and they would. They used to be at the door, but as they got older, no, no oh, greeting at the I door. I gotta, I gotta go through a ritual every morning with Lily. Mm, man. Sits on the she sits on the steps, so that she's uh, level with my head, 
and then I come in with a clean shirt every, well, I wake up and put on a clean shirt every day, and I come in, and there's dog nose. <laughs> How well does she get along with your cat? Uh, you know, funny you mentioned that. Any kind of interaction? Do you have any stories? <laughs> I will say Otis is a big, he was a big beauty. He was a yeah. big dog. He yeah. was, I, I'm not sure what exactly his brand one, but he was a big, yeah. he looked like me, maybe almost like a no, mini. No, dogs are the absolute, mini. I cried my eyes out uh, with every dog, but and really with Rudy. Um, not that I didn't love the other dogs as much, but boy, and I have... Never stopped mourning uh, Indiana, my cat. I think of him every freaking day. Well, I've lost, what, one, two, three, five dogs that have meant a lot to me yeah. in 45, 50 years. But the toughest were Buddy and Lakota because they were my dogs. I mean, Fred the Basset Hound was our family dog. And it hurt. And then Lolo and Bear were mine, but they were also, a they stayed at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. And I only saw them there in when I was in Des Moines. Buddy and Lakota were mine. They were given to me, my family members. I had them combined for combined 18 years. And to, and it's been three years since I've had Lakota, and it's still, it's tough. Well, what about, Tom, when you lost Perone, the cat? I wrote the greatest obituary in history for Perone. I did. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, he was a... Uh, you'd have to read it. Yes, yeah. I hard think to I did. That was the other thing. Scott. But Scott. you hated the cat. We did, did not get along. Scott Van Pilt. <laughs> see, and I find that. Scott Van Pilt's tribute was so well written. Oh, yeah. So well Beautiful, expressed. Beautifully I mean, written. Beautifully yeah. written. I wish I could have written. I mean, I wrote tributes to both of my dogs when they died on my website. And I did that partly out of therapy. Yeah. I mean, and you know, oh, people yeah. read them, but it was just good therapy for me. It's, it's tough. I, I still haven't been able to go get a dog. It's been three years, over three years now, and I still don't have a dog. And I've had people tell me they're stunned that I went this long without having a dog. I, I could only go six months after we lost Andy. But the nice thing you have, you have other people to help you raise a dog. Whereas, like when I travel, I gotta take, I gotta take steps. I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, it's it, it's just not easy. And I didn't go get Buddy and Lakota; they were dumped on me. That's a big difference. And I was glad they were. I was glad when, they were. When we lost Barry, uh, well, the animal shelter called up and said, this dog, nobody's going to ever take it. It's, you know, it's, it's ill and blah, blah, blah. And we went down there. And, well, Barry was a great dog for you. Oh, wonderful dog. Well, Barry uh, came. He's a pussy, but. Your, your dog attacked once. Not really. What would I Barry mean, just Kicked his ass. <laughs> How would Barry handle Mo? Huh? Barry got along. Barry was got along with everything. Um, except for Andy. Ex well, he didn't he didn't fight with Andy. Andy was Andy was a jerk. <laughs> was Andy, Andy your old dog? No, yes. that was my yes. old dog, yes. Yeah, no, that's yeah. And he kind of, yeah, Andy, the first thing that we get new carpeting in Coralville. Oh, I remember that he pooped, right? No, it, no, or peed. peed a river, a lake. Yeah, just a deep lake. Just what did you, did you, and, and then did you guys laugh instantly? No. no, and instantly, did you yell at Suter? I didn't even know he peed yet because the minute he got done peeing, he evidently sniffed she? the air. She. And it came in and started growling at my and dog. And attacked Barry. Yeah. <laughs> to fight my dog. And we had never had our dogs there at the same time, and neither of us knew the other was bringing their dog in. And, and he, he was just, you were just so embarrassed. It was like you get embarrassed by a kid. 
You know, and I'm telling Tom, it's a dog. Yeah, so <laughs> if it was a kid, it'd be an after-school special. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'd go to his house uh, for Christmas, for parties, and I'd pick up a, a sandwich, and we had those hobos, and they weren't small. No. I mean, they weren't small sandwiches. And I put it in, and if, I mean, honest to God, if your hand dropped just a little bit, it would end up with slobber and no sandwich. Is that Andy? Yes. Yeah. I think I went to one of your Christmas parties, yeah. and you, I was warned about Andy. Yes. I was warned that he was kind of mean. She, or, no. Or, or just, like, grabby. Or just, she would, was after your food. Yeah, and was basically had free reign wherever she wanted to go. Was yeah. that... I think Feeney warned me before I went. Uh, he warned me about Andy and um, what's his name? The guy, Anthony. Because that's the first time I met them both. Yeah. Well, they both. Well, and they both thought I was a puss. They were both a little aggressive. Yeah. That's the first time I met Andy. But no, Andy wasn't, Andy wasn't me. No, no, yeah. no. Other than the other dogs. But, but he talks about Perone like it is, like Perone was a person and you guys didn't get along. We, we didn't get along. Yeah. But no, part of why Scott Van Pelt did that was it's therapy. When I wrote about my dogs, yeah. I was glad I had my own website to do it. it. It's therapy. I mean, I still, like yesterday, I was doing some cleaning and a tennis ball rolled out from underneath the couch because I'm not a very good house cleaner. Now, this I would love to be able to tell you this is the, this is the ball that Lakota and I used to play fetch with. That's the ball that I used to drop in front of him to see if he wanted to play, and he'd look at me. My dogs didn't like toys. <laughs> I mean, I, I went and got them nice. To, I'd, I'd give them toys, and they'd look at me like, what's wrong with you? What do you, what do you expect me to do my, with this thing? My favorite video, and I brought this up. I know I brought this up before, but with was when they had a, a frisbee golf tournament and these three dogs go on yeah, the Yeah, that course, would be funny. And they just they start catching the frisbee. That would be funny. I got a video that's still on here, and I played it after Lakota died, and people accused me of being mean. I, You know, you, the little milk bones? Not the big ones, the little yeah. ones. Sure. Yeah. I'd put one on his back, and then, uh, you want a treat? Where's your treat? Where's your, you know, I'd go, I have a video of him. Searching all because I I would put it I would hide his treats and he would go find them. So for about thirty seconds, I had I had him marching around the house looking at all the usual hideaway spots, and the whole time it was on his back. And I tweeted that people were like that's animal cruelty. I'm going to report you. Blah blah blah. I, it was a joke. He ended up getting the treat. Is that animal cruelty? That's why you have dogs to tease them. <laughs> thirty seconds. He did, but he did. He checked out all the usual hideouts, and then when I then I flicked it off his back, and then he ate it. But it is so amazing how, I mean, I, and I'm very serious when I say both of the animals this week, whenever it happened, had their feelings hurt. And you could now suck it up. I mean, it sounds like you got a couple of pusses yeah. over there. <laughs> suck it up. Send Mo over there to clean house. <laughs> Mo. Mo's a, Mo is a, just a big baby. He does seem to be that way. Yeah. He has got a big head, though. He's yeah. got wow. He's part, I think he's part Komodo dragon, isn't he? <laughs> he does have a giant head, but he's he just, does. He's just a big baby. Big, but that's only, that's literally, I don't think figuratively he's real arrogant, is he? No. Mo? No, no, I'm sure he's he's nice, very down no. to earth. Yeah, but no, Spitball. I thought you guys, I thought you guys would enjoy that Scott Van Pelt treatment. Yeah, I no, saw that man. this morning. It just, it is. I mean, but that's, I mean, it's well, amazing what they you, what they do, and it's not fair that we know. have them. We don't deserve them. Did well, you see the ESPN thirty thirty special on the dogs that used to be bat, that were bat boys for the minor league baseball team out east? No, one would give birth the the. 
they would literally go out and take the bats, and one would get the the son would take over for the and you know one would pass away. It's been going on for years. Boy, that one that that one would make you cry, Captain. I mean, it's because all the dogs that they talked about eventually died. You know, I just hate it when dogs. That's what I didn't like about Marley and Me. The movie. Oh, I wasn't going to watch it. I couldn't. I, I, the dog I watched, made the mistake of watching Marley and Me, and it just pissed me off that the dog died. But mm-hmm. that was the story. I got Old it. Old Yeller? I've never seen Old yeah, Yeller. Yeah, I saw that, and that was. What just, happens in Old Yeller? Ter- the dog dies, and it was a golden lab, and, and we had a golden just lab, like, and it was just. Yeah, I, went, I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. that's rough. Yeah. No, there was a, I watched one a while back, A Dog's Way Home, starring Ashley Judd. And yeah. A dog got lost and it went out in wilderness and uh, it actually was saved by a mountain lion and they li- it was kind of corny but at the end it was really neat and it lives it lives at the end that's my dog stories they have to live at the end I mean I just hate it when dogs yeah, end up dying I, in movies I, well Lassie Lassie uh, was owned by uh, two people Jeff and then Timmy and then and then who Timmy is a real left left winger are you gonna start crying <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden. Uh, Lassie runs away, and he's uh, with a forest ranger. And then he was on his own for a couple seasons. And, I never uh, watched Lassie. And it was a he. <laughs> Did you watch Lassie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was, wasn't it in like the 50s when it was really? 50s and 60s. Yeah, I was too young. I don't, I was and too... then they brought, they brought it back as the new Lassie. Uh, and then Timmy turned out to be Uncle Steve, and then they explained... Uh, that he was actually Timmy, but he was uh, adopted again. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, that's I, a level of Lassie I didn't uh, <laughs> reach. <laughs> like I said, I never, I never saw Lassie. But, but no, that when I saw that this morning, it just they well, Jim Balvano was the one who said you need to laugh every day, you need to cry every day. Yeah. And then, well, I've done both so far. Well, like I said, just from listening to it here, I started tearing up again. Well, it's, Part of that's his know, ability to express just, himself as a journalist, too. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But they are great. They're just there. Yeah. I mean, when he talked about the chair that Otis used to sit in, Lakota, and it's still there in my living room. It's one of the ones I'm going to get rid of. Lakota had one chair that he sat in. He wouldn't sit anywhere else. That was his chair. I tried to get him to go sit on the other chair because they were matching chairs. He would never go on. I, I'd have to lift him up there. I'd throw him up there, and then he'd jump right back off and go to the other chair. That's dogs. It's funny. They're like humans. They're, I mean, they, they, got, they, they've got their I own mean, idiosyncrasy yeah. and everything. Yeah, they yeah, really do. Yeah, they really, they really you know, do. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you give them treats, and that's, that's their payment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one day somebody, you know. You never did answer me, though. Did, so do you guys, was that animal cruelty, what I did with the video? <laughs> It's a little mean. <laughs> it's a little mean. Where's your treat? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Um, you guys were talking about Lassie. I liked watching that uh, that reboot they did in like the eighties or nineties. Yeah. Where they two years. Bought, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, now the best episode of that where uh, Lassie ran to get help because Ashley Henson got stuck in the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Did you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did not see that one coming. Do we have a little competition between that guy and oh, we de- fake I mean, Ackerman? The, the the gloves are off. That was pretty good. Was so pretty does that good. mean fake Ackerman? He's like, hi, he's, he's, I, I think, think he's, he's pissed. Yeah. I think he's sucking in air right now and trying to deliver. He's trying to come up with something. Yeah, that was that guy's bone on fake Ackerman's ass. <laughs> <laughs> there were people though that wanted that were going to report me to the 
like what is it, the Humane Society, uh-huh. saying that that was animal that was animal cruelty, which I just whatever. I mean, I, I thought it was funny. It's not. Like I, I got the treat, and my dogs were so spoiled. That they, and they were there to entertain me, too, and I found that kind of funny in a petty, immature way. Where's your treat? And that was the other thing. When I talk, Did you talk baby talk to your dogs? Um, I'm really bad at that. A little, yeah. I always did. Wopsy that, talks back, of course. I No, I don't think, no. Oh, well, we have full to... conversations with oh, our I used, animals. I well, to... we, I talked to them, but it's not like a baby talk. Oh, I did. And I could get Buddy to bark or growl at me just from making a certain look to him. And he knew it was on we were playing. And um, but The no. only way I can get Lily to bark is, is that the mailman? And then she runs to the window. Yeah, see, my dogs didn't care about <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Oh, that's her arch nemesis. The other thing Buddy yeah. used to do, like if I was laying on the couch... <laughs> If he wanted, if he wanted some companionship, he would come up to the couch and lay his head down on the couch, and that was his way of saying, "Pet me." He wanted to be petted at times, but if he didn't want to be petted, he didn't want to See, be petted. See, uh, Lily won't get up on furniture, and, and I mean, I even bought her God, a my dog, dog bed. My dog's acting and like they we had for to it. give it away. We go, took it to the shelter. She oh, they ruined it. I, ru- it. I ruined two Davenports with my dogs. One was a really nice hand-me-down for my sister. And after about a year, it was just trashed. It had dog soil, and I mean, it was just great. And I just, my dogs just took it over. I mean, Buddy just, like I said, I've told, I've done a Captain Steve and told the story over and over about I'd put furniture on stuff when I would travel, and I'd come home and he had pushed the furniture into a corner and squeezed into a little corner just so he could say he won. That was Buddy. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I just want to share uh, from a small town here in eastern Iowa that. Uh, Old Yeller came out. I, I'm not sure, but I think like in the early 50s. And, yeah, 59. Uh, we went there, and uh, it was so popular. People waited so long for it to come out. You know, at our local little theater, uh, the line to get in, they had three showings that night. Uh, and it was like uh, two blocks long. Wow. You know, people stood in line to see Old Yeller. Yeah. Why? I, I mean, why was it so popular? What was I don't, I don't just say, you know, it was advertised and, okay. you know, it's just a story about a dog and his family and all the the, the the trials they went through and then they lost the dog and they got a puppy and it's just a really good movie. You've never seen no, it. No, I've never seen it. I, I mean, I, 57 is when it came out starring uh, Tommy Kirk, Dorothy right. McGuire, yeah. Kevin Cochran, and Fess Parker. Kevin Cochran, I mean, the main yeah. person in the show, but... Yeah, if you never never watch it. No, I'll so. check it out. Hopefully, I can handle it. So, but the dog dies at the yes. end. Yes, yeah. What's he die of? It does. Just it, old age. It gets, uh, no, it gets. Uh, it gets bitten uh, by a rabid wolf. Get yeah. theory or something like whatever the, yeah. you know. It get, got bit. And then the oldest son, and, uh, uh, had, Tommy Kirk, has to shoot him. Oh, I, I don't. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, it's you wouldn't. No, I think it would make me sad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is a tearjerker. Yeah. It yeah. for sure is. Yeah. Is it more sad it than is. Cujo? Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, thank show. you. Cujo. What about Cujo? I hated Cujo. that movie. Cujo. I hated that movie. By the end, that car window was so gross with all the <laughs> goo from the dog. <laughs> you saw Cujo, didn't you? No. Oh, you I never know. watched yes, Cujo? Yes, I did. No. You did, didn't you? Well, yeah, I, never I read the book, too. I read the book, too. I, I never the book was better than the movie, uh, which, much. which is almost always the case. Think of a movie that was better than the book. But usually it's, they're not. Um, it's, hard to, it's hard to think of one, really. I'm sure there's probably one out there. The Ten Commandments. 
Oh, God. <laughs> I remember sitting up and watching that stuff with my dad. Boy, you know, you look at you look at that film, uh, you know, and compare it to like special effects now, and it's really bad. Well, look at War of the Worlds. Yeah, watch War of the Worlds from the when it came out in the fifties, and then yeah. watch the one from two thousand five. Oh yeah, it's just it's just it's, an, yeah, it's ridiculous. One oh, no, of the Ten Commandments is a joke. Terrible movie. Is that Charlton Heston? Yes. Yeah. And I watched that, you know, every year. Everyone. Cecil D. Well, it wasn't uh, Cecil, what's his name? Cecil B. DeMille. Isn't that who did it? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 walking, it wasn't good. No. Walking across the water and it, uh, the water's separating. Parts. That was kind of cool. It, no, it looks so. Imagine I mean, how they would do that now. It would look real. Yes. I mean, it, it, then it just looked like... It would cost $300 million to yeah. do it in production. Yeah. And they would have to have a huge reception to pay for their... I mean, how much did Titanic cost to make? God, it's still on, too. Well, on the, whatever it costs, it's made back many times I know, over. and it was on this morning. It's still on. It's on all the time. I'm with Captain. I don't like Titanic, the movie. No. I, oh, I liked it. Oh, oh, God, I couldn't stand it. Celine Dion and it just pissed me off too that I mean she could have moved over and let him on the damn iceberg or whatever and I got bored and I got bored with her I got bored with her I got bored with her story yeah I just would have had less of that yeah suck it up okay I just didn't like it I liked it but I didn't love it um, back to the Hawks, rounds two and three of the draft, I believe, are today. And then is it, no, rounds two, three, and four, and then five, six. And, yeah. And then the, it concludes on Saturday. You got Dane Bilton, Tyler Goodson, possibly Matt Hankins. And then, of course, Jack Kerner, Zach Van Valkenburg. I'd be surprised. Those will probably they, be uh, free agents. agents. I think you're going to, before it's all said and done, I mean, there's a total of 10 players that are trying to either get drafted or free agents. I, I got Ivory Kelly Martin. I could see most of them getting at least a free agent contract, and part of it is they come from Iowa. I think some of these NFL teams, hey, let's give them a shot. This guy comes from a program we really respect. And But I, I think for sure Bilton and Tyler Goodson will be taken somewhere between rounds four and seven. And um, I don't know about Hankins. It'll be interesting to see what Hankins does. Well, i uh sure a heck of a player. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, when he was healthy, he. I mean, he played four years here, mm-hmm. and when he was healthy, he even played as a true freshman. So, um, he did have some injuries. So, and Jack Kerner. I mean, he was a walk-on coming out of high school. Nobody expected him to do what he did. Maybe he'll do the same thing. Who knows? I mean, you, you don't know. So, um, but the draft—it's a three-day extravaganza, and like I said, having it in Vegas, I couldn't believe the amount of people that were there. I mean, just I mean, just sitting there. Where, where watching, in Vegas? Where's it from? I I don't know where it's taking place, but it's a big open area, and and people yelling and screaming. I mean, it's it's like a concert almost, and and all it is is names being called over a loudspeaker, and then they walk out and hug, and then gone, and that's enough to just have people going crazy. I've I've never understood. They still do the jersey thing. Uh, they show up, hold up the jersey no, with their they, name on it. Uh, now they just put on a hat and go out and hug the commissioner. Do they? Yeah, I mean, strong hugs, man. They're, I mean, they, uh, but I mean, it's a big moment. Uh, think about it. And just in that moment, Tyler Linderbaum became an instant millionaire. He, in that moment, ended up will make more money than, like I said, ninety nine percent of anybody in this world will make in their entire life. He'll mm-hmm. make it just with that contract because they said it's. I think it's about thirteen point four million and like a six point eight million signing bonus where he was picked twenty fifth. 
Think about that. That's amazing. That really is amazing. What are you looking up, Captain? Where it's being held in Vegas. Yeah, all I know is it doesn't say. But man, there were a ton of people there, and most of them were dressed in costumes. I mean, just yelling and screaming and just hanging on every pick that's taken. I mean, it's amazing how devoted some NFL fans Mm -hmm. are. I just obviously we don't have an NFL team here that makes a difference. But I would that's just not me, and I'm not knocking it. I'm just amazed at how devoted some people are to sports, to like a particular sporting event. I mean, if you were in Vegas, had a chance to go to the draft, would you go? No. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't see you dragging no, Ann, not at dragging Ann to the NFL draft. No. She's booing every selection. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's – but, it, like I said, it is a giant entertainment. No, there's no chance that I would go. Yeah, I mean, and the NBA draft, the same thing. I mean, it's – but it's become a pretty big event, but nothing is like the NFL draft. No. So the um, basketball draft is in June? June. The yes, main event that- at the L-I-N-Q? Uh-huh. <laughs> Link? Yeah. yeah. What is that? What's that? It's a casino. Uh, it's in between the, I believe, the Flamingo and... Um, I remember the Flamingo. What's funny is it is a long walk from where they were sitting and where they had one of the guys, the defensive back, took the wrong turn. And he was going down these hallways, and then he they finally was told that he had to run back, and he went a ways too. He was, but he was basically heading. heading Did you out. say it was an open air thing? Yeah, it was open air. He was heading okay, out. Yeah, of- there in between the the flamingo okay. and the link. There's this big open area. There's a big bar there. That's where it was. Yeah, and they have people and. But he was heading. He was actually heading out of the arena. Had somebody not turned him around, he would have left. <laughs> and you could tell he was laughing at himself. But it was it was kind of funny. Hello. Well, they still did the uh, shirt thing. Did they? Where they take the uh, picture of the shirt one way, and then they turn around and take a picture of the shirt. The yeah, other I don't way. remember. I mean, cool. I mean, it's hard to do it with Tyler Linderbaum. He wasn't there. A lot of the guys. Are, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if they hold him up, but a lot of the guys weren't the first round. The guy picked first in the draft was with, was with his family in Atlanta. I have no problem with that. So yeah. was the guy at number three too. Yeah, I mean, was, I have, I have no problem with that. I, if they want to be with their family. So the, what is it? Georgia had five people. Five defensive players. I thought Five. the most incredible Jeez. thing, though, was Ohio, Ohio State had, th- of the 13 players, first 13 picked, three of them were receivers, and they were all on the same team at Ohio State at one time. Think about that. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, Alabama, what they have, two? I think two. They had the offensive lineman. They had um, Evan Neal, the left tackle, was one, and I thought they had another one, too. Who was the third Ohio State receiver? Um, Garrett, well, um, Garrett Wilson. Jam- Jamison Williams, who's at Alabama. Oh, okay. He started his he, he transferred from Ohio State because he wanted more playing time. <laughs> but it was Garrett Wilson. What is it? They had three Ohio guys, one Iowa guy, one Purdue guy, and two Michigan, right? Yeah, I mean, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. I think they said they had seven. Garrett Wilson. Big ten. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and um, Jamison Williams were all at Ohio State at the same time. Think about that. Amazing. And all three went in the first round as receivers. Yeah. Well, that's why they were up there. Has Iowa ever had a first-round wide receiver? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't believe I don't believe they have. I could be wrong, but yeah, that's incredible. Jamison Williams would have went higher too, but he remember he tore his ACL in the college playoff. Oh yeah. So, but there's I mean, they believe in him enough to, to think that you can blow your tear your ACL and still get picked in the first round. That's respect. So three Ohio State receivers picked in the first round, and then the guy that's left at Ohio State's probably going to set all the records. Yeah. I can't even think of his name <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, Jackson Smith. 
In, in Jigba? Yes. Yeah. Well, he'll come out next year. He'll be a yeah. first-round pick next year. Yep. Unbelievable. That really is. Well, who do you think will go in uh, number two or three rounds today, tonight? I mean, from Iowa guys? Yeah. I mean, Maybe Bilt, nobody. My guess is – w- it may not be anyone. I mean, they, I mean, my guess is Bilton, I think, would have the highest – the best chance of going in rounds three and four. I think Goodson's more maybe round five or six. And after that, Hankins and Ben. I, I, I think Goodson, Hankins, and Bilton, I think, are the other three that have a chance to get drafted. I think Ben Balkenberg, those other guys, will most likely be free agents. That's just me guessing. I don't, I'm hardly an expert. Well, another thing I noticed, they gave out uh, rings to the Atlanta Braves when the Cubs were there. How in the world can you wear those rings? Or are they just for show? I have no idea. Don't I, know? No idea. They're big. This, that one, it had... 11 rubies on it for the home runs they made during the, during the whatever you call it. And then they had a pearl on there, and then you opened up the ring, and inside was a miniature stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Those rings are huge, and they probably cost have you seen tons. Some, have you seen some of the jewelry that people wear? Yeah, I mean, I'll see people with like seven necklaces of gold chains. It looks like it would weigh you down. I'm, I don't, I've never been a jewelry person. Well, at all. you go hit Rings. somebody with that and you knock them out. I don't even like wearing watches. I've never worn watches. I've just never liked any of that. I like Flavor Flav with the clock. That that, that kicked ass. Yeah. Did you ever wear a clock? Okay, guys. Well, we'll Thanks. talk to you later. All right, Carl. Yeah. Were you a big Flavor Flav? Fan? I like Flavor. Wasn't he the guy that did the chicken yeah. thing that yeah. failed? Yeah, in yeah. Clinton. Yeah, I also turned you on yesterday, and you were having to defend Steely Dan. Who was ripping? Was it Mace again? Yeah, yes. Mace ripping Steely Dan. Yeah, what, what he, the hell is that? What, was he mad that you weren't playing? Listens corn? to Corn and yeah. rips Steely Dan. Yeah, what the hell kind of a? You know, we're supposed to take his word on the weather. Yes, yeah, we're really. supposed to. So you're saying that with that kind of taste? Are you saying that Mace <laughs> might have issues? <laughs> oh, Mace! Oh, big big time. <laughs> he's one of, I, I love the guy, but he's got issues. Hello. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the the quote from um, Soul and Beef Days? Uh, Sugar Ray told me about it this morning. Yeah, go ahead and share it. Well, it was just funny how Soul and Beef Days says that they produce more first round draft picks in the last three years than Iowa State has in their entire history of football. So <laughs> it's true. Well, it's worse it's than true. Worse than Linderbaum. Yeah. <laughs> A little mean, a little harsh, but hey, you know, but Iowa, State, Iowa State likes to take shots like that when they yeah. when they can. Uh, but I didn't think Brees Hall was going in the first round. It's just, unless you're just like a Derrick Henry type running back, your chances are you're not going to go in the first no. round. They just don't value him no. like they used to. That's one of the biggest changes about the NFL right now, and I'm not saying it's fair. That's just the way it is. Is it because they don't last long enough? That I mean, the average lifespan of an NFL running back is like, like three, three years. Yeah. Three, three and a half years. I mean, the average lifespan of an NFL player is only like four and a half, five years. So, But my guess is Linderbaum, I, I'd be surprised if he didn't make it at least eight to 12 years in the league. Uh, yeah. And I think he will hit the ground running, ready to play. And when you draft a center in the first round, you're expecting him to play. I, 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 think they're, I, mean, I think they'll be surprised and disappointed if Tyler's not starting their season opener. And I think he will be. Wisconsin Jeff says, what about the Bush's Baked Beans dog? <laughs> What's Bush's Baked Beans dog? There's a dog that is always threatening to, uh, it talks, too. They move its lips and stuff. Mm. And it's threatening to give away the uh, Bush's family secret. 
about mm. their baked beans. Who's doing that? Mm. The Bush's baked bean dog. He's holding the family hostage? Mm. Yeah, haven't you ever seen that? Yeah, I have. Not in yeah. a long time. Yeah, the dog's a jerk. Their beans yeah. are pretty good. Yeah, and he's going to give away the family secret. For money? Yeah. Who's he giving it to? Putin? Anybody. Putin. Yeah, Putin. <laughs> yes. The dog's going to... Yes. You think Putin has a dog? <laughs> no. I'm getting, yeah, my no. guess would be that he doesn't. No. No. You think he eats dogs? No. Which no they don't eat dogs in Russia. What do they eat over there? Isn't it just gloomy and just miserable yeah, over it's, there? Yeah it's, yeah, it's a dictatorship, and it's gloomy, and it's miserable. Yeah. And we're hacking them. I read a story that we're, they're being hacked. Oh, yeah. U- Ukrainians are hacking them left and right on the Internet. Yeah, and they're shooting missiles now into Russia. So Good. Yeah, yeah. I just you think you think it's still go- a year from now. You think it's still yeah. You think the conflict's still going on? Yeah, it's so ridiculous, and there's got to be some somebody somewhere that can go kill him. I mean, just kill him. Putin. Eventually, the eventually the people right now they're buying the media, the Russian media, uh, majority of them, but eventually. When their loved ones don't come, come back home. And, home. Yeah, they've estimated. Haven't we heard t- at least 10,000, 20,000 20, Russian? Yeah. That'll eventually be the mothers and fathers start getting Oh, yeah. When, they, yeah. when they don't come home, eventually they'll, they'll get it. God, it's been going on for what? It's been since late February, right? Yeah. And then, um, God, to think we're almost into May. Oh, we got right. Iowa baseball. They moved. It was going to be on the Big Ten Network at 6, but now they moved it up to 3.30 because, of course, weather and now it's on Big Ten Plus. The Nebraska is? Yeah. Jesus. I was looking forward to watching it. And uh, the weather all week is crappy. All week next week? Yeah. Yeah. Rain. Thunderstorm rain. Yeah, my front yard. Rain. I, I waited too long to... Thunderstorm. Uh, to, to, what do you do with your mower? To service your mower. Yeah. My grass is so long right now. I'm going to try to mow it on Saturday, but it's supposed to rain. But I want to get my oil and everything... Checked and I wished I would have mowed it earlier. Yeah. Man, I got a couple parts of my yard where I may have to get it. I may have to call somebody to come and do it if my mower won't go through. Because I'm, I don't want to do it now until I know the oil's fixed. You know, my nephew doesn't cover here, but he is mowing always. He's just not. He always always mowing. But he's twenty four seven. But he's yeah. not gonna. But that's not gonna help me. No. Because he's not always mowing in Iowa City. No, no he only Never. is mowing he, in the Quad City. He needs to branch out so he has somebody who's always mowing in Iowa City. Uh, crew is always mowing here. That's the last period. They're the last ones I called when I yeah. had to do it. When I, I, when I, something, I can't remember. My mower was broke or something. I couldn't mow myself. I called crew. Yeah. Because like with Greg Landscaping, who does my, they do my yard maintenance, they won't just do it once. You either got a contract with them for the whole summer to mow your yard or they won't do it. Which I kind of think... That's how, it's Car- annoying. Carew was fine. They came out one time. Yeah. I think they charged me fifty bucks to mow yeah. my front and backyard, and boom, they were gone. Yeah. I may have to do that again because. So it's supposed to rain this afternoon. Yeah, showers and thunderstorms tonight. Uh, showers, a chance of thunderstorms tomorrow. Showers, a chance of thunderstorms. Showers, a chance of thunderstorms on Sunday. Sunday, cooler, breezy, upper fifties. Yeah. Uh, then Monday. Uh, showers Monday night, showers and thunderstorms. Uh, Tuesday showers, Wednesday uh, showers, uh, Thursday uh, rain showers likely. Uh, there you go. Wow, 
So when are you going to mow your yard? It's horrible. It's going to be hard to mow. Yeah. That's horrible. Thanks for nothing. Well, thank Mace. Thanks, Mace. Yeah, he's the weather guy. That's what happens when you criticize Steely Dan. And I think you had just played Do It Again. Yeah, it's a great. He's criticizing yeah. that. It's one of the greatest songs ever. Yeah. Ever. And on the, one of the greatest albums ever. Yeah. And he didn't like it. What did he say? I didn't he hear criticized him. Criticized so, it. He I didn't did. hear I didn't hear him and I didn't hear the caller who set you off. The one who said, What do you accuse you guys of? We voted for uh, Biden and the economy, uh, the uh, GDP went down oh, okay, yeah. by a percent. It's like they're looking for any That's little right. narrative that they yeah. can grab onto. Well, somebody this morning I saw there bitching uh, about the bombing. Thanks, Biden, about the bombing of Ukraine. What the hell did Biden have to do <laughs> with the bombing in Ukraine? Now, what they'll say, though, is, oh, well, you guys did the same thing. You blamed everything on Trump. It was true. Most of it was, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. But but that's what they'll say though. They're but saying, I never would. I but his the gas prices went up with Trump, and we said that isn't Trump. I remember you did say that was not nothing yeah, to do with the problem. I'll give you, yeah, you're right. No, and it's not. No, just like it's not Biden. No, and in the inflation, it's everywhere in the in the whole world. It's yeah. happening. Yes, he and the gas prices is everywhere. And all these people tweeting my shelves. I can't find any. I find everything oh, I want at the grocery bad. store. Yeah, I have. Are you having any trouble finding what you want at the grocery store? No, no. I mean, no. There have been a few odd uh, things. Uh, yes, from time to time. From time to time, but it's not like it was during 2020. No, no. But I bet you there's always been a few odd things. Eh, possibly. I, you know, I mean, Kellogg's uh, went on strike. You know. And and you couldn't get cereal for a while, but that wasn't that wasn't COVID or anything. It was Kellogg's was on strike. And I haven't eaten cereal in a long time. I I like cereal. I like I'm but. with you. I like cereal. And what happened? I'll get it for like a week because if I want to cook something with milk, I'll always buy and I'll eat a bunch of cereal for a week, and then I'll go five years without eating cereal again. Yeah. That's how I usually do cereal. I like kids cereals. I do too. See, most of the cereal, I I'm not eating grain nuts and Yule Gibbons no. crap. I, that makes you poop and clears your... I'm eating Fruit Loops and Lucky yeah, Charms. Yeah, Fruit Loops are great. Well, Lucky Charms, don't they kill you? I, yeah, I don't like Lucky Charms. But didn't they have to recall some and people were like getting really sick? No, they didn't recall anything yet, but they're investigating why people are getting sick. Yeah, weren't there over 100 people that like got really yeah. bad diarrhea from Lucky Charms? Yeah. My guess is it would be in the... guess it was not so lucky. <laughs> lucky Harms. They weren't charmed. <laughs> lucky Harms. Yes. <laughs> yes, I... Do you think it was more than likely the marshmallows? <laughs> I don't know. I, I always thought Lucky Charms were nasty. I don't like them. No. I didn't mind them. No, no. How about Apple Jacks? Nasty. How about Count Chocula? Nasty. Cocoa no. Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles is good. And then it would turn the milk into chocolate. Yeah, milk. I would, yeah. would eat that. How about Fruity yeah. Pebbles? No. I have never had them. Captain Crunchberry. Uh, Captain, Captain Crunch, Crunch. They just yes. hurt the top of your mouth, though. Yeah, they do. Captain, Captain Crunch, Crunch yes. will wreck the top of your mouth. It makes the top of your, your mouth raw. Yeah. It does. It really does. It hurts yeah, your tongue. That was really good. It hurts your teeth. Oh, it's good, but it does It does make it, the top it, of your it mouth. It hurts your teeth. Lance just said, eat all the Captain Crunch you want. Eat <laughs> chew hard. <laughs> chew really hard, he said. <laughs> well, when I got my new teeth, the first thing he gave me was a bag of corn nuts. Did he really? Yes. I wonder what it'll do when I get mine <laughs> yeah. here. And... Now, when the girls were young, I, I ate a lot of crackling oat bran, and it was oh, I loved delicious. It, but it yes. was, but Tom, it's not good for you. It isn't. Oh, look on! I know which yeah. one you're talking about. It's got so much crap in it that yeah. I, oh, I remember delicious. this guy that I knew in college. He was a bodybuilder. Yeah. he used to eat it every morning. He would put it in yogurt, 
and he would eat the stuff, but he ate it for all the calories. It has tons of calories. But oh, it yeah, is yeah, cracking up brand. So really. good, and it was real expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. Remember Clackers? Vaguely. Clackers uh, was like crackling old brand. But only. read the amount of calories. If you, oh, it's just well, it's loaded. like people go, well, I, I eat healthy. I got granola. Yeah, so you got 500 calories instead of like a Fruit Loops has 110 mm-hmm. a bowl. Oh, yeah. Cracklin' Oat Brand has way more calories yeah. per bowl than yeah. Fruit Loops. Well, Damn all the good, kids, all the oh, kids really cereals good. have like 110 to 120, mm-hmm. and then you get the healthy ones. And it's like, you know, 400 to 500 calories. But your bowels are clear. Yeah. Isn't that the, isn't that the reward, they say? <laughs> I will say crackling oat bran also hurts the top of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's I like rough. that song by Neil Diamond, though, Crackling Oprah. <laughs> crackling Oprah did How's set How's he sing it now? How's he, yep. he sing it now? Crackling Oprah. <laughs> he just screaming. I did actually hear a, somebody <laughs> sent me, they listened to our show. Somebody sent me a, about a two and a half minute, I may still have a two and a half minute um, part of a Neil Diamond, and he was yelling, screaming. <laughs> yelling. And the guy said he was pointing at people in the audience, too. Like, you know. And, well, yeah. see, and that's... Uh, when artists get to that point where they don't sing their choruses and stuff it's anymore, it's, yeah, it's time to it's time, time to, to hang it up. Yes, when you're not singing and you're just screaming, yeah, go- <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the memories and the wonderful music. Time was, to stop. It was Kentucky Woman, which is a good song. Yeah, but yeah, but he's screaming it. Yeah, Kentucky Woman. <laughs> Gets to know you. <laughs> I mean, that's about, that's kind of what it's like. It sounds like Eric Severide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it is kind of like what it's like. Um, okay, I did see the Iowa women's tennis team lost. Their season's over. Yep, four to three, was it? Four to three. They did win one, they did win one match in the Beat hosting. Michigan State. They beat yep. Michigan State, and it was a rough year for them. They've had a few teams, I mean, between tennis and softball. Well, they needed Alexa. Oh, was- yeah, without question. They um, they did have kind of a rough year, but it was nice to see them get a get a win. And with Iowa baseball, let's see, Iowa baseball right now, I believe, is twenty four and thirteen. They're eight and four in conference play. I believe they're one game out in the loss column. I, or is there one? Is there a Big Ten team with just two losses right now? I think there might be. I, I Does think, Illinois have? Just I think two? Illinois just has two, but they're right in it. This is a big series. They need to win at least two. If they go there and go one and two, that's going to be a problem. Yep. They're, and most of the projections I see right now have them making the NCAA tournament, so we'll see. But there's still a lot of season left. I think they've got to win all of their uh, matchups now, though, don't they? Don't they have to win? Well, the I mean, if they got what, four more, if they win three out of their last four series, I could see them still getting in. I mean, but that's not going to be easy to do. No. Now the nice thing after this week, the next two are at home, I believe, and what have you. So, but this is a big series. They Nebraska's not as good as they've been in recent years. If you could win this on and get another series on the road, that would be huge. Purdue is in Iowa City, but then we have to go to Michigan State. And then what's after that? Indiana. I believe so. Indiana at home. I believe so. And it, no, I know Indiana. I know Purdue and Indiana yes. are both at home. Yes. And hopefully by then the weather will be. Not a factor, but it sounds like the weather's going to be a big factor in Lincoln this weekend. Yeah. Lincoln, Nebraska. Is, is it going to be just like it is here, pretty much? The rainy and the thunderstorm. God. Uh, this is sports. Te- tennis great Boris Becker sentenced to two and a half years in prison because he declared bankruptcy uh, while transferring uh, large sums of money into a, into a secret account. So fraud. Yeah, can't do that, yeah. Boris. Yeah. Can't do that, friend. So, he, how much of that will he have to serve? Do you think? 
Is that federal? Yeah. I would oh, say. 80%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. well, can't do it, friend. Yeah. Well, they're going to send him to some place that's going to have a tennis court. Mar a Largo. <laughs> you, you think they will send? No, they won't. Yeah, they'll send him to a low security place. I would. Well, imagine. they're going to send him to one of these. No, they'll have a tennis court. Is he here or does he live over in Germany? I thought he's here. I, I wouldn't know. I know he was from Germany. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know where he yeah. lives. But yeah. I mean, haven't followed Boris since his. Uh, Career has ended. Nor have I. If it has ended. Do they have a senior tennis circuit? I'm sure yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Have you guys watched any of that documentary on HBO about the Lakers? No. No. I knew when I watched it for the first time, I'm like, God, what is Jerry West going to think about this? Now he's suing. Oh, they, I've heard they're, they're he was very unhappy. They're, yeah, they're well, the, their, their version of Jerry West is just insane. I don't know where... They're coming up with this stuff. I mean, like I said, I don't want to be too good. But I turned it on one time, and I was channel surfing, and it was a scene of Jerry West having the most violent sex I've ever seen on TV. You would have thought it was a porno. I mean, and it was Jerry West with something, and he just banged her against the bedboard. And it was just, well, I'm maybe, like, maybe we will watch it. I mean, it was, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe it was that graphic. And they, they show one scene where he's waking up in his underwear all drunk with liquor bottles all around him. And I was like, man, was Jerry West really this? But now he has since come out. He's demanding an apology. He says he'll take it to the Supreme Court as he has to. And all the people around are saying Jerry West was nothing like this. And this is all based on a book by Jeff Perlman. But he, wasn't, he didn't portray, portray Jerry West like this in the book. But the, the people who are doing the do, HBO documentary, and these are pretty prominent people, they've just taken some wild liberties. Hmm. I mean, the, but the Jerry West one, I remember the first time I watched it, I'm like, there's no way he's going to like this. And now I just read a week ago, he's suing him. I did see yeah. that. No, oh, he is. It's, he's not the only one suing No, him. it's not. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I tried to watch it because I'm sort of interested in it, but it's just too stupid. It's just too, HBO's stuff is generally pretty damn good. And this does not work for me. You're right. It's just like ESPN's documentaries yeah. are usually good. HBO stuff is usually good. This one is more like Twin Peaks. More like... Um, um, I'm trying to think more like Twin Peaks, more like Breaking Bad. It's just they tried to be as off the wall bizarre as they could. I, be. And it's no, just weird. I'm not going to watch What it. I will say what's stunning, though, is how similar the characters all look like the character. I mean, the guy who's playing Magic Johnson's tall and looks just like Magic Johnson. The guy who's playing Jabbar looks yeah, like Yeah, Magic Jabbar. Johnson's suing him, too. Yeah, but he did say that he was blown away by how much the guy looked like him. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's not. It's called The Winning Season or whatever, but it's just a weird weird documentary they make jerry bust out to be just a womanizer he's got his shirts unbuttoned all the way down to his like belt i don't know if that's how he was but that's surprising everything anybody? is to the extreme i don't know everything's to the extreme though it's like they're playing stereotypes to the extreme but for some reason they decided to pick on jerry west and sounds like they picked the wrong guy to pick on i mean that's the logo that's the nba mm -hmm. logo and but it is just you haven't watched any of it no i don't think you would like it Tom. i don't I, have any interest. I mean, you're not interested in the la lakers are you no nope. it would but it, I was when Elgin Baylor played for him. But to well, me, it was a, you weren't like into magic. See, I to am, me, Magic, I still say if I was ranking the greatest basketball players of all time, I would rank Magic. My cousin said it was a bunch of uh, Mike in Los Angeles said it's a bunch of crap. It really is he, a bunch of crap. And he's friendly. And I love Magic Johnson. I, I, I still say he is yeah. better than anyone. I still say he changed the game more than anyone other than maybe Jabbar and Chamberlain. And Jabbar was so good, they he made it to where you couldn't dunk anymore in college. Remember that? Mm -hmm. They ruled dunking illegal because they had to figure out a way to try to contain Jabbar. But Magic Johnson, to me, changed the game more than Michael Jordan, more than LeBron. I mean, you don't have LeBron without Magic Johnson. He showed that it's okay to pass first. 
And he just, I mean. Well, and to be 6'7". To be 6'7", six, six, he was 6'9". Was he 6'9"? I remember when I watched him play in, purpose, uh, in person one time, I was blown away. And when I watched him for the first time on television playing for the Spartans, I had heard about him in high school because he was a huge recruit, mm-hmm. big-time recruit. But when I watched him, I had never seen anything like it. A guy that big, the ball never left his hands. And it just changed the way basketball's played. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's not happy either. It's just, no. it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. So, all right, well, have we covered everything? I think all the important perhaps stuff? we have. All right, and perhaps, everybody, perhaps. well, we'll be back tomorrow to, and you can tell that story again about your dogs. You know what? <laughs> my dog, your, my dog is woke. Is your cat woke? He woke. Yeah. And we've we've decided that woke is aware and caring, right? Yes. Well, yes. That's what it is. Awoke yeah. and caring yeah. about those around you. Yeah. And that is considered a weakness and what's going to tear this country down? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know what else is going to tear this country down? Social media. Hawkfanatic.com. <laughs> Check it out. It's free. KCJJ.